I'm going to try to do two things at one time. Uh, tell you a story uh, about a friend of mine who recently passed away. But I'm also going to uh, look up the word salvation in the Arantia book because I, I want to dedicate a little bit of time to that subject because it is such an important subject. Really, it is. I mean, it's a life-changing subject. And uh, I don't know. It's not a word you hear a lot these days in the world. I don't ever hear Do you ever hear anybody talking about salvation? You know, what is salvation? Um, so we'll look up the word salvation. I'm always curious to know how many times words appear in the Arantia book. You ever, you ever check to see, like, how many times does the word God appear or Jesus? Uh, pretty, pretty interesting. Uh, paper two, the first time it appears in the Arantia book, he is the God of salvation, the nature of God. Paper five, all religions teach the worship of deity and some doctrine of human salvation. The Buddhist religion promises salvation from suffering, unending peace. The Jewish religion pr- 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 promises salvation from difficulties, prosperity predicated on righteousness. The Greek religion promised salvation from disharmony, ugliness by the realization of beauty. Christianity promises salvation from sin, sanctity. Mohammedism, Islam, provides del- deliverance from the rigorous moral standards of Judaism and Christianity. How many how many searches came up? It doesn't say. Um, I'll read a little bit more later. But, yeah, so a friend of mine who uh, I have known since childhood uh, is really, who is more like a brother to me, uh, and, and over the years, we didn't keep in touch as much as we had when we were younger, but he was such an important person in my life, and he was a very <clears throat> gifted musician, and um, it was uh, through music, the love of music in the 80s and the 70s. We became friends in high school, but it was that music that sort of the cohesive force because he was really into music, and I love music, and he was good at it, and so he could explain to me a lot about it. And to this day, I think I'm a better listener of music because of what he imparted on me. So what a great gift. Um, But he wasn't a religious guy. He grew up in a Catholic family. His sisters and mother were Catholic, Hispanic, Catholics, old country, Mexico. Um, And uh, when I had discovered the Arantia book in... 1981 or 82, he was still very much a a very close friend of my life, and we hung out tremendously. We worked at the same companies. Uh, We would see each other as often as you would see anybody uh, that was that close to you. And uh, I told him about the Arantia book. I said, you know, I found this book, and it's really great. And He had no interest in it whatsoever. Over the years, I would occasionally bring it up but no interest. He just wasn't a religious guy. I mean, there was nothing religious. And and we all know people, and a lot of people are very agnostic. Um, you know, they, they just don't want to make the choice or they can't make the choice, and they don't really know what the choice is. Because a lot of people, like me, just aren't very religious. You know, we don't walk around and wear it on our shirt like some people. <clears throat> and I think that's probably one of the attractions of of the Arantia book is because you don't have to do anything. You just 
it's your thoughts. There's a quote in the, in the UB, it is your thoughts that lead you Godward, not your emotions. And a lot of times what I see, uh, and it's probably very redeeming for people. I'm not putting it down in any way, but I think people like the celebration aspect, the tradition uh, aspect of religion. It's appealing to them, the ceremony. And that's okay. Uh, you know, different strokes for a whole lot of different folks. But to my friend, uh, he just wasn't somebody who cared much for the subject. He was a musician. That's what his love and passion was all about. So when he died, and he died a few days ago, uh, we knew he was very ill, and he it was not an easy way to go. He was not healthy. Uh, and, and, uh, and, I, and I said to myself, you know, would I, would I be angry at God if, if this gentleman, I did not get to see him on the other side? Because I'm thinking in my mind, you know, one day, you know, if, if he uh, receives salvation and he gets that pass and his, as it is explained in the Urantia book, his memories will go on. That, that's a literal statement because his thought adjuster, his TA, will carry all of those important moments in his life. But ultimately, as the Urantia book teaches, we have to make the choice on whether we accept salvation by faith. It's, it's said numerous times, it is your faith that saves you. You have to be a willing partner in the race of time. That's the essence of what, it, it's not a matter of God saying, yeah, I'll take this one or I'll take this one or let him through. It's, it's, uh, it's not that. You, every one of us has to make a choice at some point in our life, whether we accept salvation or if we don't believe that there is a thing as salvation. And so what I did was I, I, I prayed, which is not something I always do, but I prayed for someone. I, I prayed for him. But I didn't pray because I wanted to convince God to let him through. I prayed because I'm, I'm hopeful that, that my testimony will mean something when the universal censors and the day of judgment, or however you want to term the expression, when his day comes and his life is reviewed, it is said that the uni universal censors will go through their life and they'll take testimony, they'll, they'll read the record of this person and their contribution and where their heart really lay. lay. Uh, and so that's why I prayed, because I wanted to, for the record, declare as, as a friend, as a lifelong friend in this life, that I would give testimony to his value as a, an ascender, a, a, a person who has a soul, because he was a good man and he was uh, fair, probably one of the most fair and honest people that I know, and funny as hell, just funny as hell. And so salvation is, uh, is an interesting word because I don't think that a lot of people think about their salvation. They don't really understand what the purpose is. Uh, paper 89, it says, Modern man must develop new techniques of achieving the self-consciousness of salvation. The consciousness of sin persists in the mortal mind, but the thought patterns of salvation therefrom have become outworn and antiquated. 
there's a there's a thought process to that where we when we try to explain salvation to someone who has no knowledge and no spiritual knowledge uh, or they're agnostic like my friend what do you tell them you say salvation is what gets you to continue on with your journey you know it will take the essence of who you are and you will be translated and you will be given a new body and a, an eternal experience where you don't have these these uh, these physical deaths that's the salvation that in my mind and and I think everybody wants to know damn it am I going to make it the ones that don't ask you know we had a discussion i think it was in a group chat or somewhere a thought thread a thought thread on the forum and uh, somebody was saying, "How many, what percentage of humanity today do you think will receive salvation? Interesting question, isn't it? And the answer was 30%. Take into consideration people who don't, who are, you know, so primitive in their thinking that the idea of salvation completely escapes them. So you get rid of them. They're not going to make it past this first. Then you get the other people that, you know, maybe are rejecting it altogether because they're atheists and they've been raised in this society. But only, only God will know what's in their soul, right? So we can't even make that determination. But 30% doesn't seem to be a very large percentage. And there's real no way of, no way of knowing what that actual percentage is. Only God would know that, I think. Only God knows through his, his spiritual agents, the thought adjusters, our companions in the flesh. So, yeah, the, the idea of giving testimony, going on the record, and, and saying of, within yourself, and I, and I learned something through that, and I, and I hope that I see my friend. And, and, and to finish that thought, it, that's what I was praying for. I wanted my, my petition and I asked myself, well, why isn't it so important? Because I hope somebody speaks for me. And I hope somebody speaks for you as well. But rather, rather than hope for that and, and try to hope that somebody speaks for you, speak for yourself. What does your own testimony say? Do you believe that you deserve the right to continue on? Are you in the game? Are you a, a willing adventurer? on the eternal road, the eternal journey? Well, it can start here. It doesn't have to wait until the cessation of your life. It can start here, and it can start today, and it can start now, and it can start in a variety of different ways, and whatever one suits you is the best. So salvation is an interesting topic. There's well over 206 references to it in the Arantia book. Uh, too long and too earnestly had they sacrificed and made gifts to the priest to be able to comprehend the good news that salvation, divine favor, was a free gift to all who would believe in the covenant from paper 93. Machaventa Melchizedek quoted paper 93, section 4, You shall not doubt that faith is the only requirement for eternal salvation. Machaventa again, Heretofore, it had been believed that salvation could be secured only by works, sacrifices, and offerings. 
Now Melchizedek, again brought to your ranch at the good news that salvation, favor with God, is to be had by faith. So just a couple of passages, and there are many, over 200. Uh, So you could spend a good couple of hours on a Sunday morning sipping on a cup of coffee, reading through this and give it some thought. I thought it was worth talking about this time up. Until next time, thanks for stopping by. (laughs) 